All right, Zach, best game of the week of the day. Yeah, Chesterton, Penn. Uh, Chesterton had Penn right where they wanted them. They were up seven or eight a couple times in that second half there. Uh, uh, couldn't close the deal. I think if you ask Chesterton fans, they'd be a little disappointed with some of the officiating in that one. Uh, Burton played the last about six minutes with four fouls, and they probably thought he had three more in that stretch. Uh, but he played through it, brought his guys back. Uh, Garwood had his game. <clears throat> one of the other guy, one of the other guards for them that scores typically. It's either him or Smith that are going off along with with uh, Burton. Yeah, Durda, Durda and Gatetti averaged there eight points a game combined. So there was that guarding the rim at the same time. Uh, Don Bonner came in, had some good minutes. Uh, so did so did uh, Trey Smith. Trey Miller. I'm sorry, Trey Miller. Yeah. Sorry, Joey. I was looking at Joey Smith stuff. Uh, Trey Miller came in, their usual bench guys, um, and and did a great job closing it out. Tyler Parrish fought. I'll talk about him a little bit. Justin Sims, uh, still a little raw around the rim because he missed some bunnies and stuff. And, and like I said, if you ask Chesterton fans, they probably say he's getting hammered there. Uh, but but it was that was the best game for me of the day. Sims was uh, giving it to Gatete there for a little bit in the first half, oh, yeah. a, little, a little bit in the early in the second half. He was just yep, yep, man, didn't do much with him. Well, Gatete, of course, he committed the Air Force earlier today. Yeah, I'm assuming that I've recorded the recorded the recruiting update and attached it to the <laughs> the beginning of this <laughs> podcast. If not. If not, uh, Gatetti committed the Air Force this morning. Um, what uh, size strength issue there, Sims? Just being, I mean, was Sims the better player? I think so. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, I think, think he's was... the better, I think he's the better talent, but that's you know, sometimes that changes when you get on the court with right, right. he was noticeable, yeah. Of course, Gatetti's got the go-go gadget arms. He did yeah. get him a couple blocks as, as per usual. Yep. But yeah, yeah he definitely got the better of him. Assuming we get that Penn Kokomo matchup that we all sort of predicted, I, I'm anxious to see how Coach Rhodes guards Badunga. I mean, it's I, like I said during the prediction part, I would I would put dirt on him and then have Gatetti roam. Um. And then just try to rotate around it and make Hardeman yeah, be that guy that gonna hits, be, hit those open shots. I feel like the problem's going to be uh, Flory's going to get space wherever he wants to against those guys because of his. He's just stronger. He's way yeah, way stronger. Yeah, Dominique, what was your what, your best game that you watched? Streamed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was a streaming machine. This weekend, man, I watched probably almost every game. It seemed like, nice. um, but um, but I'm going with Wayne and Noblesville. Um, it was a really good game. Uh, Nobles or Wayne was up pretty much the whole game. They just kept holding that little slim lead, one, two, three, four points the whole game. Um, Luke Almadovar played really well for for Noblesville. He had it going from three. He had 
at one point he had three threes. I think he ended, but he had three threes all together. He had him a nice dunk in in um in the half court. Uh, finished at the rim really well. He was really good, at per usual for for Noblesville. But for Wayne, um, they just had multiple dudes. Javon Lewis was really good as always. He's their leading scorer. He's a point guard, left handed, had eighteen. Preston Comer was really good for them. He averages six a game, but he had eighteen. This game, I've seen him have. He's capable of having games like this, for sure. He was really good. Um, and then Monty Smith and Chase Barnes uh, played well. You know, Chase Barnes in that sectional championship against Homestead was the dude. He was really good. He definitely showed why he has a D1 offer right now as a sophomore. This game, he he played okay. Not a, Definitely not as good as he did in that championship game. Um, but it came down to it where Noblesville had the lead. Uh, late in the fourth, I think it was around a minute 30 left, they took the lead, they got a stop, and went to the line, and Aaron Fine missed two free throws. And then Wayne got the rebound, Javon Lewis came down. I think he got fouled and hit two free throws to go up one. Wayne got another stop, and Lewis hit another free throw, missed, made one, missed one, and Wayne was up two, and then uh, – Noblesville was out of timeouts and they inbounded from the other side of the court. And Almodovar had a like a just inside a half court three to to win the game and was short. So Wayne ended up winning by two. What Comer and Dillard, what will they do? How will they do against Badunga? What what are your thoughts on that? Um I mean, probably about everyone else does. Not, you know, not great. <laughs> I mean, if he's if he gets him one on one, but you know, in, in the paint, he's he's gonna score. But I mean, Diller's got some more more physical strength than Comer is more athletic. Comer had two big dunks in this one, um, so he's oh. above the rim. He's a sophomore. How would you compare those two to to say Dirt and Gatetti? Well, they just they just do more offensively. Are they size wise um, similar though? Thicker. Dillard, Dillard does a lot thicker than both of those. Okay. Stronger, thicker. Uh, he's six six or six seven. And Comer, even I mean Comer, Comer's you know he wouldn't say he's a thicker player. He's he's pretty. He's he got more more to him than Durda and uh, Gatete though, as far yeah. as strength and things like that. Right. Athleticism is definitely there for Comer. Uh, so like I said, I think they could definitely challenge Flory, but. I don't know how great, you know, I don't know what their plan will be to double right away or but I would I definitely wouldn't you know let Flory catch in the paint one on one, that's for sure. They have more depth than Kokomo. Does Wayne have depth? Mm, no. Not they have special specialized guys, or I don't know what the word is, that come off the bench like Marquette. Um what's his last name? Lee, is it? I'll find it here. Marquette Lee. Yeah, he comes off the bench. He's super fast, really good defender. He he came in against Homestead and guarded Will Jamison after he had about 27. Mm-hmm. Did well on him. He's a really good defender. And then Zaire Sullivan is a 6'5 kid. He's really thick football kid. He comes in and just everything rebounds everything. Like This dude just clears people all the way and grabs every, every rebound. So he, those are kind of dudes that come off the bench. They don't really score it. Things like that. So I wouldn't say they have more depth than Kokomo. You know, Kokomo's well, they're they're down a kid for sure. So that that kind of takes a little bit of sting out of them. I mean, 
But Kokomo has, you know, when Carson comes off the bench, he's able to, I mean, he's put up a couple double-doubles this year. They've got, and before Bellamy got hurt, they, you know, they would bring one of those guards off the bench, one of the Bellamy's or Beard off the bench, and all three of those kids are capable of putting up double figures. Uh, it's, um, but I, yeah, Kokomo probably just plays seven guys, but, but those dudes are all pretty good though. I don't know much about Wayne once you get past their starters, but yeah, like I said, they're, they don't have much like scoring wise. They don't have much, but a good defender, good rebounder. That's about it. My, uh, well, top game was, let me have the two by far. It was Ben Davis versus cathedral. It's, it's everybody's the game. Everybody I think was at least had one eye on as much as possible. Even you know, for those who weren't there seemed like, um, but I mean, you know, Cathedral came out pretty well. They, you know, they came out pretty intent. They were they were intense. They were focused. Uh, there's been a couple of comments made this last couple of weeks of playoff Booker, kind of like playoff Rondo. You know, the guy who who picks it up. You know, the guy who picks it up during the you know during the tournament play. The problem is, is Rondo's. You know, was the Celtics you know third best, fourth best player. Um, and and played above his norm. Um, you know, Booker is supposed to be Cathedral's guy. Um, he had nine points in the first quarter and didn't score the rest of the game. And Tibbs, Jaron Tibbs, who's been brilliant all year, he struggled. Um, but the first quarter, it was Slaughter, it was Booker, and it was Jake Davis. And, you know, you, anytime there was a, you know, as the game went on, anytime Cathedral needed a basket, it was Jake Davis. And Slaughter would make plays, but then he had a huge, huge turnover late trying to spin through traffic. And it's that's something that, as he was doing it, I was like, oh, no. Because that's something I've told kids I've coached, you, you can't spin. <laughs> you can't spin the dribble. You can spin the score, but you can't spin the dribble uh, because it's there's just too many, too many unknowns. And and Nobles or Noblesville, Ben Davis just picked him clean, and it led to a basket. Who was that? that? Was, Sorry, who did it? Slaughter. Okay. Zachary was the one. Zachary was either the, the. I think Zachary was the one that got. That may have been the tweet where I said I can't exactly explain what just happened, but it ended up with Zachary basically getting the ball at the volleyball line. And without the benefit of a dribble, getting all the way to the rim. I saw that. I was watching that one live, actually. Because there was – so Slaughter spun. This was still like a two-possession game. You know, and, and Ben Davis had amped up the pressure. Cathedral really struggled with it. Uh, and, you know, but Slaughter also had a couple times where he was able to weave through it and then finish. Because once Slaughter gets the paint, he's going to the basket. And he's got the body to take the contact from even Dowdy and have a chance to finish. Which is why I thought all year he was the better play than Goff or Kennedy. I don't think Goff played the entire game. He didn't. And Kennedy no. came in, and when Kennedy came in, he was effective. I was surprised that yeah, they did just well. didn't that they just didn't play. I'm not surprised. Slaughter Second half was, was Kennedy, right? Yeah, I was surprised. I wasn't surprised that 
Slaughter eventually made the starting lineup, but but definitely surprised those two sophomores didn't play much. Well, one of them didn't play at all. Um, so Slaughter spins. Zachary or Clay, one of them gets a one of I think it might have been Clay Butler tipped it. And then Zachary, of course, pounced on it. There was a little bit of a struggle for the ball. It was loose. There was probably a bobble dribble somewhere amid there with Zachary where he didn't have quite control of the ball, but there was no control dribble. He gathers the ball at the at the volleyball line, and legitimately, I didn't think he traveled. He somehow managed to get to the rim with no dribbles. I'm sure I'm embellishing that just a little bit, but that's what it looked like. It looked like yeah, he well, got the that. Yeah, it looked like he got the ball at the volleyball line, finally gathered it to the point where he could then dribble, but didn't dribble. It just went one step and two and then elevated and floated in for a layup. And and that's when it finally he, got they finally pushed it to three possessions. I think that might have been their first three possession lead. Um but it was just phenomenal play. They're they're the back and forth was great. Zane Dowdy was great. We're going to talk a little bit more about him later. Um, but just Cathedral all in all, um, you know, just really um, when Ben Davis wanted to make things serious, it, it got Cathedral got in trouble. So, Dominic, who was your best team? Going with Blackhawk, um, okay. they were really good against Tipton. Uh, from the perimeter, that's what really made me talk about them because I think that's the biggest question mark coming into the season and even during the season. Like, are they going to be able to hit outside shots? And, man, Isaac Smith hit a bunch of them. Gage Sefton was hitting threes. Kellen Pickett had three right away to start the game, three threes. Um. So they were they were just hot. I mean, they were hitting everything from the perimeter. And if they're if they're doing that, I don't I don't think I think they're winning state if they're if they're you know that potent from three. Because uh, you know Josh first at that two way level is a load to deal with down low. And uh, obviously Kellen Pickett, Gage Sefton, Jimmy Davidson had a good game. Um, but yeah, they were they were just really good. And Tipton just never never really had a chance. I mean, it was eleven to two. It was it was. Kellen Pick at 11, Grady Carpenter 2 to start the game. And they just – Nolan Swan was getting at some of his threes. You know, it seemed like that's kind of where he – I don't know. He kept getting it, right, you know, three feet behind the line. And it just kept going in and out. And then I couldn't get anything to fall, and Blackhawk just rolled. Zach, who was your, your best team? Uh, I'm going to go with Penn. Again this week, uh, just for what they did to Chesterton, came in, did what they had to do to move on. Uh, like I said, Garwood had it going this week. Since Smith had a couple nice buckets, but Joey had it had it going. He had seventeen. Marcus finished with thirty-four. Uh, Bonner and Miller come in. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Bonner and Miller come in and do their thing for a little bit. Uh, Teddy and Dirt, like I said earlier, do their thing to block shots, rebound effectively, get some cleanup buckets here and there. So, Penn, Gold Penn again. 
as impressive as Brownsburg was defensively, I think I'm st- I'm still probably more impressed with Ben Davis's play for my team, my best team. They, um, I mean, we talked about the things that that Cathedral struggled to do against them when I talked about the game, but this was probably not one of Ben Davis's best games. They they didn't hit an outside shot until the third quarter. Everything was in the paint. And while I did not think the officiating crew was that good, they called it evenly. Uh, I thought that Ben Davis got an unwarranted technical. I don't know what that was all about, why there was a – I think he was out of the box, right? Yeah, yeah, by a foot because the referee wouldn't come over and talk to him. He was literally doing the whole lean over thing. A warning first, just – Hit him with it? No, they got a no. They got a warning earlier. I think, but I think the warning came because uh, their two assistants were chirping. And <laughs> Courtney James gets he gets passionate. I mean, he's he like Don. He's a BD guy, and you know they're they they put a lot of care in that program, and he wants to fight every battle that he can. It's just obviously assistant coaches can't be chirping at referees. And it went along a little bit too much. And, and that's, you know, that, that gives Don a little, that gives Coach Carlisle a little less rope when he wants to stand up and talk, you know. Got a little bit of a shorter leash, so to speak, um, with the officials. And, you know, the referee wouldn't, I mean, the referee kept telling him, get back in the basket. And all Don wanted to do was talk to him, but the referee wouldn't come talk to him. It was finally detecting. Like, dude, what do you want me to do? You won't come talk to me. I just thought is, it was Is that silly. a thing in the regular season? Like the coaching box? Because I think Urban got something too in that Chesterton it, game. He got a warning or something. Depends on the, like, yeah, yeah. It depends on the officiating crew. I, I just think a good officiating crew who's used to doing big games doesn't care. They'll tell him, hold on, I'll come talk to you in a second. Or, you know, they, they don't make getting your coaching box contingent on talking, you know, they don't, I'm sorry, they don't make talking to a coach contingent on, you know, whether or not I'm going to come over and talk to you. He was just standing there. It wasn't like he was across the, I don't, the, the, there shouldn't be a coaching box. And maybe the coaching box is the length of the bench, but the, the, just if you're in front of your bench and he was, he was in front of his, his, he was in front of his bench. He may have had one foot outside the box. And that officiating crew was nitpicking. Shirt tails were half untucked, and it's like, ah, oh, come on, man, can we just play? It just the best official in the gym was sitting was the alternate was the alternate official for that game. That's you know, I don't know what we can do to. There's probably nothing we can do to get any changes of how they handle the officiating, but I'm, I'm sure if we did, it would involve having an official on here with us who knows more about the process than at least more about it than what I do. I don't know if either one of you guys know it, but I mean, we can't litigate it now, but um, just too bad. It didn't, I mean, obviously Ben Davis won, so, you know, those extra, but that was, it was a five point possession and it could have been a seven or eight point possession. That's how big of a call that was. And it it took it took Ben Davis up one to down four 
you know, and that that could you know, that could swing a game, especially in the second half. But they responded, and you know, came back and just any time they wanted to amp up the pressure, they did, and it bothered Cathedral. You know, Zachary was flying everywhere. Um, you know, but they they've got a, they did not shoot the ball well at all. And it's one reason why I've not thought they would run the table. Now, obviously, at this point, they lose. It's you know, it's done. I you know, at some point, I thought they'd get clipped during the regular season. Um, like I don't think this group is as good as the the one that won in two thousand eighteen. Overall, um, who was that again? Aaron Henry and the, Henry and um, Wyndham's older brother, Dewan Jones. Was I mean that's the Jones and wasn't a senior, right? And Wyndham, they were sophomores. The uh, they were yeah sophomores yeah no wait no Jones was a junior. Well, Jones and Wyndham are same grade. Yeah. No, they wouldn't have been back to back. That was twenty like that was like twenty seventeen. Yeah, because I was at the Ben Davis game when Wyndham and Dewan Jones were seniors, and they played Carmel, and Carmel beat them. Yeah, they didn't go back to back. Well, maybe that was their. Hold on a second here. That would have been Aaron Henry. That was that. What was the kid uh, Brewer? Yeah, oh, yeah. Jalen Brewer. Brewer, and then um, where do they win it? Why do I not? That? They played Northside and beat Keon Brooks. That was like twenty. That was seventeen. 18, 2017, yeah. Yeah, so Joan, so Keon or Henry would have been a junior. He was a junior? He gra- yeah, he gra- – and then Dewan and those guys would have been sophomores. And then that would have then been a Brewer, Brewer Brewer's would have been a senior. senior. I mean, there's one quick way to find out. Um, the um, – Basketball 2017. Were they dominant all year, though? I feel like they just kind of – I mean, they obviously were good, but it didn't seem like they were just like, oh, yeah, Ben Davis is coming out of Indianapolis. It kind of just was like they came out. 2017 is a different animal when you talk about recruiting-wise. I don't – I can't remember, but, yeah. I mean, Dewan Jones was a sophomore. He actually didn't play that much. I don't remember them. Uh, yeah, Aaron Henry, Jalen Newsom, Josh Brewer. Right, Newsom could shoot it. Well, let, let's let's go back and say this. I think the team that finished runner up to Carmel in 2019 is better than this team. It's better than this team. More talented than this team overall. I mean, because Dwan Johnson or Dwan Jones is a guy, man. I mean, he was—he'd be a high major if he wanted to in basketball. I'm convinced of it. I'm, I'm not on board with that. Uh, the Dwan Jones, not the Dwan Jones thing, just the team. Why? So I didn't—I was not impressed with that Ben Davis team. I just thought they had Jalen Windham and Jones, and that was about it. Well, and they I didn't had... see much other options. Any other options? That was my biggest thing because I was I was I was at the game. Yeah, London can really just, London could really guard. And they had that point guard that was quick, and he had Cameron Ball. 
Yeah, he was, but I mean, he's not Sheridan Sharp to me. Um, but yeah, I don't I mean maybe I just in the state finals game, I just know that it just seemed like they had two guys, no one else could really do much. I just think Wyndham and But that's just me. I think I just think Wyndham's that good. Jones is that good. I don't know. We'll you know we'll never know. Yeah. And they and they could guard just as well as this group. And they could turn it up. They just the one thing I think I think Zane is a little bit more of an impact defensively. Uh but I don't know. It's 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 one could block shots, but you get the foul trouble pretty easily too, I feel like. Um he just game I, I he was a load, I know. Yeah, that. I know. He just Jeez. can't he, he couldn't dunk guard it. He couldn't guard everything just, around the rim and he, he couldn't guard out on the floor oh. like Zane could. Like Zane can. But anyway. We're getting off on a tangent, but I love that Lawrence yeah. Lawrence Central team they beat in the region with Nigel Pack, Dre Davis, Larabe. I thought they were gonna go to State and then Dewan Jones just torched them. They played them straight up, man, and Dewan just torched them in the paint. Then Jalen was hitting from three. They beat him in the regional, but Dewan was a monster. I was busy watching Carnival. So. No, no. All right, Zach, best player. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going away from Penn for this one. I'm going to go with Tyler Parrish. Oh, uh, just because he's not committed. Obviously, he's a junior. Uh, junior guard from Chesterton, six two, six three. Dude's tough as nails. He came at Penn, gave him everything he had, knocked down a couple threes. Uh, got to the rim, dished it to some guys too. I mean, this guy's a player. He's gonna, he's gonna hook up somewhere, probably NAI level, and and be a menace for four years for somebody if they're lucky. I mean, I just really love Tyler's game, his attitude, his leadership. He's got everything. Tyler Parrish, junior at Chesterton. He's taking a big jump from sophomore. Definitely. I mean, he definitely. had to, he had to, you know. Yeah. But, yep. but he definitely has, man. He was he finished above the rim, didn't he? In that. Oh yeah. On definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I like that. So he was he was last, really good. Last year it was it was uh, our guys' team. Uh, Grayson, yeah. Grayson, Travis Grayson's team, and Tyler realized that. And now this year, he had to pick it up. Dominique, yeah, I could go with a lot of guys, but yeah. um, this week I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Preston Comer from Wayne. Um, he just he was really good. I mean, he hit two big timely threes. Uh, he's a six, five, six, six forward for Wayne. He's a sophomore, and he's a guy like I mentioned before. He's averaging like six points a game or so coming into the uh, regional, but definitely a guy who can, you know, get a game like he had against Noblesville any night. You know, eight, fifteen plus points. I mean, he just, like I said, he hit hit some big timely threes, and then he. Got Wayne, you know, got him, got him going early with an and one dunk on the break. Had another dunk in the second half. Uh, right now, he's more of a guy who's catch and shoot three or straight line drive to the rim, or scoring like right under the rim. There's not much in between, but you know, he's a sophomore. So I mean, if he's puts in work and 
can uh, can tighten up some of those other things, his handle and in between a three and straight line drive. I think you know he could be he could be pretty tough, but he was he was really good on uh, um, Saturday there against Noblesville. They're only they only one one senior really, right? Yeah, Mon- Monty Smith. Yep, Monty. So they're, they're like back next year, big time. Yeah, yeah, it'll be probably yeah, the best team in we, Fort Wayne next year. As much as we talked about seniors, like last year when they were juniors, talking about how everybody had juniors. Yeah, there there are a lot of teams that have good underclassmen still playing. I mean. Brownsburg, Diallo is their only real, you know, their senior that really contributes. Um, Jennings County plays some really good young guys. I mean, Ben Davis is mostly seniors, although Wyndham, Wyndham's had a weird year. Zachary. Yeah, Zachary. Uh, North Davies, all seniors. Garen Catholic, a lot of underclassmen. Uh, Northwoods, all seniors. Yeah, not all seniors, but but a bulk of them. Blackhawk, a, a bulk of them are seniors. But you know, of course, Callum Pickett's going to be really good. Wapahani, they'll lose they'll lose a decent group of seniors. Um, but still, there's some good underclassmen still playing, and of course, Kokomo, kind of a decent mix. Uh, but obviously, they've got some really good underclassmen, <laughs> namely Badunga. <laughs> but uh, my best. Central. My best player is going to be the one-armed bandit, Zane Dowdy. So get a get a message. What the, the night before? Yeah, yeah. Saying that he may fake not news, play. Right? We talk about that fake news. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely wasn't fake news. <laughs> um, <laughs> was asked not to say anything about it till Pointless. game time, and uh, lived up to it. And I definitely, when I did finally Pointless. say something, huh? Do what? Continue. Continue. Love no. it. I didn't want to disclose it. Myself. Yeah, I didn't want to disclose his injury. No, I know. But yeah, I guess he had a left shoulder injury during during practice early in the week, and over over freaking held ball, lose you know long rebound, two guys fighting over, and somebody has to muscle up and pull it away. Of course, Zane might have been the one that muscled up to try to pull it away, but he he hurt his shoulder. And then so they come out for warm-ups, and he's not he's not in the warm-up line. I'm like, oh crap! I mean, I was told he was going to play, but that it still might be a game time decision. And then when they came out for warm-ups, he wasn't out there. So as, as I'm getting ready to hit send, he comes running out like he's Wes Unseld. <laughs> comes running out, and uh, he had a great game. He was brilliant the whole game. He he looked tentative Which early. Was it? Sorry, left his left right shoulder. Left, yeah. Okay. He looked tentative early. He really did. He looked like he was a little gun shy in the beginning. Even in warm ups, he looked tentative. Is he wearing a sleeve or sling or anything over it? No, he wears KT tapes on both Tape. shoulders, though. Yeah, uh, of course. But I think that. he's always done that. I don't think that's a. I don't think that was a specific anything specific to Saturday. Maybe not Keep always, but loose. I, huh? Keep them babies loose. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he's. He's a presence. I mean, Booker had a great first quarter. Great first quarter on both ends of the floor. He was energized. He was intense. And then he was a virtual non-existent the rest of the game. 
and he got Zane, he blocked Zane, shot a couple times. BD or the cathedral crowd was rising. The student section was rising Zane. Zane finally broke free, got a basket, <laughs> flexed. A couple of dunks. Yeah, got a couple dunks. Um, just a couple left-handed hooks. A little couple of nice, nice uh, tap outs on rebounds that he knew he couldn't get. Um, I'll to this day I'll. I mean, I'll when he becomes consistent scoring with his back to the basket, I'll. I'm not going to say. I mean, I'll be surprised if it's ever the the an important part of his game. But everything else he does is is high level. He rebounds. He defends. He can defend out on the floor. Um. He's intelligent on the offensive glass. He doesn't pick up a lot of dumb fouls. Um, he understands when to go for it. He understands when to just keep it active. You know, and and him and and there was a stretch there where Arnold was right there with him. You know, and that's just you know they won most of those battles, and that's how they won. You know, that's a big part of how they won the game. You know, they were able to create extra possessions on the glass. They and then, then when they started getting those live ball turnovers, it, it was I mean, it was never a blowout, but it was lights out. You know, basically strangled Cathedral to death. They're late. But yeah, Zane was tremendous. And um, you know, he's he's got, I mean, you know, I mean I mean, I don't know what what Bloomington North is going to do for him. I mean, obviously JQ has got the size to compete with, with Zane. Um, but really he's, he's oftentimes the difference maker because he is the cover. He lets those guards basically run free out there because he's going to erase most of the mistakes, you know, most of uh, mistakes is probably too strong of a word, but he's going to erase most anything that gets through, gets through that group, Butler, Sharp and, Zachary and Arnold too. Arnold's a tremendous defenser. Defenser. He's a tremendous defenser. Defender. <laughs> defenser. See, seems like uh, when Booker went out of the game, they really tried to force it to Zane. It sometimes turned it over once, but they really mm-hmm. tried to get it into him. Uh, um, when definitely when Booker was out of the game, so I don't know what that looks like against Bloomington North. Um, I, I would say. If, JQ's guarding them. I don't really think that's like a, a mismatch. I don't think they'd really force feed it. But no, I but say like, if anyone else is on them, I'd probably I'd say they would. You know, you watch Indiana, you watch IU play and 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 even Purdue and how post centric both those teams are and and how post centric both those teams should be. It's that second dribble for even those guys. And I realize the Big Ten is even more athletic than what you know, Ben Davis and Cathedral are going to put out there. And if it's not more athletic, it's certainly bigger, you know, at, at each position. It's maybe comparable athletically, but it but it's bigger. It's that second dribble that, that gets those guys in trouble. You know, if, if they don't have a plan on, you know, getting the ball, um, Know, gathering the ball and, and and basically at that point thinking what's the next play going to be the next and the next play might be a shot. Um, but when Zane goes early and, and can double move it, 
and gets gets to the point where he can face the basket, then that's again when he he's able to score because at that point he's able to use his body and and protect himself um, protect himself against in this case the taller, longer Booker. But started out it was started out Booker was really good and I but unfortunately with him. Him playing hard, him playing with energy, with urgency, that has to quit being what's news. What's news has to be when he when he's having an off game or an off situation. You know, I had a kid once I coached called me about two months into his freshman year saying he had a really good couple of days of practice. And it was like, dude, we need to get to the point where that's not the news. You know, the new, you, you should have really good practices every day. Um, the, the news should be, you had a, you had a rough day, you know, or a rough couple. I mean, hell everybody can have a rough day, but you know what I mean? The, the good things you right. do can't, shouldn't be the news. That should be the consistent level of expectation. And you just see how hard Dowdy plays the whole time he's out there. Same with Sheridan Sharp. You know, and it's probably why both those guys are going to end up all-stars. Anybody got anything else for these games? Zach, where you you going this week, Zach? What part of Florida? Florida, West Palm. West Palm. All right, we're going to hope for rain every day. Rain every day, all day, every day. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I went on I went to Florida once during during March and that was awful. Awful experience. That was before cell there phones. Goes, Zach. That was before cell phones. Yeah, plus, too. The, plus streams aren't free this weekend. Jeez, I'm done. Yeah, you can at least no watch the game. On the beach. I'm not paying for that. You're not paying for that? Reimbursed or company expense? Expense on the court side. Court side <laughs> nice. card. Yeah. All right. Use the use the court side Indiana corporate card. Yep. Yeah. Dominique, where are you going this week? I'll be week? back for state. I'll be back for right. state. Put me on the list for state. Okay. You and Dominique have to arm wrestle. I'm Zach's gonna calling, be there no matter what. Zach's calling senior. We got a whole we got a whole we got a whole row of oh you're of, uh, Family. You already got you got your way. Yeah. You're already going. Okay, that helps. That oh, we're we're there. All right. Well, I'll get um, I'll get Zach on the credential then. Yeah. Where are you going this week, Zach? Um, or Dominique? Sorry. I'll be in Michigan City on Saturday for the uh, the um, semifinal games. The two uh, Penn and well, Kokomo Wayne Penn and Haven uh, Central. And then who knows? I might sneak over to Newcastle for the championship game over there. Dang. If it's Brown, Brownsburg and Ben Davis, that's quite a sneak. That's real sneaky. That's, that's a haul. Yeah, happen, but I might. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. That's Northwood about that drive. That's it's quicker to Newcastle than it will be to Michigan City. What? It's about an hour and thirty from. Oh, you're in Fort Wayne. That's right. You live in Fort Wayne. But if you're, yeah, but if yeah, you're, but if you're already in Michigan City. Michigan City. Oh no, I'm gonna be back to Fort Wayne. I mean, the game's over at what? Uh, about three thirty. I'll be back here by well, about five thirty. Shoot, I'll be I'll be right 
Well, yeah, yeah but quick. Okay. The, the the point is, is that if you just stayed there, you wouldn't have to make that drive. So you, it's a lot yeah, of drive. But I don't. I don't think I'll be. I don't think I'll be staying there. Hit hit the nightcap at the north side on the way back. Well, the three A. Yeah. Figure something out. Might be sticky. I, I think I'm. I I know for sure. Well, the the original plan was just go to Southport all day. But now I'm thinking I might go to Newcastle in the morning. I like the South, sneaky. And Southport at night. <laughs> Nothing sneaky about it. I might have yeah, went that... to Logan. Honestly, I might have went to Logansport uh, Saturday morning. Who's there again? Yeah. That, that's Gary and Blackhawk oh. and then Wap- Wapahani Lewis Cass. That could have been interesting. You better hope that matchup happens, Jim. Brown, well, either way, it's, if it's – yeah, but if it's not, if it doesn't happen, then I'll. I, I do want to see Park Heritage play, but I mean, I already. I think I'll be able to see them. Talk about a group of underclassmen. I think I'll have some time to see them play. Yeah, I mean, but that that matchup, if it doesn't happen, then it doesn't happen, right? I mean, should, but yeah. Whether I go to those games or not, if they don't win, they're not. They're not going to be playing each other. So then I'll end up going somewhere else. I got to, I got to prepare for that. So, I just got a text message that I'll that we'll discuss once we quit recording. Anybody got anything else? Nope. We good? Time All right, change. guys. Time change. Got to hit the bed. Time change. Got to hit the bed. All right. Great job, guys. We'll, uh, Zach, have fun in Florida. Dominique, have fun traversing the state of Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll we'll coordinate something if if plans go awry. (laughs) Yeah, if if, if I don't get Brownstown versus Linton for that championship game, I might end up staying at Newcastle or going to Newcastle. Either way. Yeah. All right. Anything south of 30 is the worst. I know, right? Isn't that the truth? (laughs) All right. Good job, guys. See ya. Talk later. All right. Amid chaos, we're starting this podcast now. We're bringing in Zach Tyler, Kyler Staley, Dominic Neely. I've just solo played the the recruiting update. Hopefully I remember to add that in before I publish this. So if, if if I don't add the recruiting update in, uh, then you're just getting us laughing as we roll in here. We're going to talk about uh, what we're going to react and, and predict the semi-state draws, talk about some of the side issues involving that. Um, and then we're going to discuss our best games, best teams, best players of the this past regional weekend, this past regional Saturday, and go over our picks, our pickums from last week. Um, and then we'll, we got to do the semi-state pick him here. Kyler may duck out because Kyler didn't get to any games this week because he was at the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> was that fun? It was fun. I'm very tired. It's been nice. a long weekend. So, yeah, it was yeah, fun. Weekend, weekend in Chicago, nobody cares if you're tired. So, <laughs> next weekend, Zach will be in Florida. We won't care. Florida. That's right. <laughs> All right, we got any other topics we want to discuss before we uh before we get into this 
before we talk about the semi-state, the format, and maybe even make our predictions. Yeah, Kyler, I raise, do. Kyler raising your hand is not good audio. <laughs> I'll just be right. respectful. Don't want to what, what was the? Yeah, we don't have to be respectful. We need to get past the part where we're respectful to each other on this podcast. <laughs> what What's the topic you you were referring to before I hit record? What's going on? So basically, yesterday I see you know a lot of media is out watching you know the regional games or whatever you know Kyle Nendra being one of them like he always is out in Southport. Um, right. As he's covering the Brownsburg New Pal game, I believe the Champions Network um, Twitter account, which is IHSAATV, reply, replies to one of his tweets and says, "Thank you in advance for following IHSAA media rules for tweeting game content in a oh, very the, sarcastic way." Oh, the video that he put, and, the video that he puts out. No. Yes. So, and then you know, of course, you know, everybody just ate up. IHSAA TV. They know, got ratioed. Yeah, I mean they, they just. Got... I mean, if you look at the comments, they just annihilated that account because you know they said you know basically Kyle does more for the IHSAA than you guys do and everything and um, it, it, it got there's some ugly comments and stuff like that. So uh, I thought that was very very interesting. A lot of media personalities in the state. You know, stood up for Kyle, obviously, and everything like right. that. So even Kyle responded to him. Um, Ooh, he goes, which or what, directed only at me. So, um, yeah, I thought that was very, very interesting. What, what was Kyle's response? He said, uh, so once he, once they tweeted that, he said, which or what, directed only at me, question mark. Hmm. So. Is it just strictly yeah. about the video, that he, the videos that he takes, or? I don't, I guess. I don't know. Well, what, there, I I personally don't know what the rules are. So if I'm being honest, well, there is I, 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 obviously they have broadcasting rights, and I and I think that I, I mean I I've live tweeted video from games. I and my understanding is that now maybe the the HSA the streaming thing that has probably taken on the last two years. There probably have been some changes in those rules, but I mean I know as late as or as recent as and that's and i know that's been a while now but as recent as 2020 i definitely streamed the end of the carmel noblesville final the semifinal, the final few seconds of the semifinal. um you know and a lot of my followers of course are not a majority of them by any stretch of imagination but i would say more than any other subsection of my followers i get most of mine are carmel people um, who then, you know, look forward, maybe not look forward, that's too strong of a word, but certainly take interest in the, the live, the game, in-game tweets that I do during, especially during tournament time and maybe only, maybe only during tournament time. Um, but obviously that aspect of it has been a big part of what we all kind of do, right? Um, the, the in-game tweeting, timeout scores, quarter scores, things like that. Um, I know one year I did every single basket and that was probably nauseating for some, but uh, I think I've tamed it down a little bit, but, but I also know at the end of tight games, I've live streamed video. No one's ever said anything to me about it. And if they told me to cease and desist that I was violating some sort of uh, copyright infringement, then I would definitely quit doing it, but no one's ever said anything to me. I'm surprised they, 
I don't know if it's because Kyle does so much of it during a game that that changes the disposition of the IHSA or not. Well, I know there was a um, a couple years ago. It wasn't in the Jim Hoops, Felix. Then they get, come after him because I think something about his videos that he makes was too long. It has to be a certain yeah minute I think, marker. And there. I think yeah, I think the threshold. And I'll text Felix here while we're recording. I think the threshold was. I thought it was two like a two minute highlight package. Hold on a second. I'm gonna you guys. Yeah, I think it was because I just I just saw come through on social media the Ben Davis Cathedral game and it was exactly two minutes like the the, the reel or the video was exactly two minutes so it might be two minutes or less and I know I know that I say like tweeted at him a couple years ago or whatever there's kind of a big rift on Twitter as well about that and he called me about ago. it he yeah he called me about it in real time like right then and we talked about it and and again, I think the discussion was that I had streamed stuff from my Twitter account, you know, but, and Felix just replied two minutes is the rule. So I don't know what the beef would be. There have been a couple of times in the past where the I, somebody in the IHSA, if it's not their social media, I'm pretty sure it's somebody in their social media team or their media productions team. IHSATV.org is not necessarily a one-to-one relationship with the IHSA, by the way. It is, I mean, I'm, obviously the IHSA has control over it. Um, it's like a separate, definitely a separate group of people. They they don't set policy. They will su- supposedly, I mean, they allegedly, I guess, in this case, will em- enforce policy or try to enforce policy. Um but there have been a couple times where things have been said where the IHSA has come out and said, eh, no, nah, that's cool. We're good. <laughs> you know, and and it's because there is some, there is, as you guys noted, there is some blowback there. You know, Kyle is the absolute, granted, the Indianapolis Star is the most circulated publication in the state of Indiana, uh, at least physically. And I'm sure it gets the most traffic of all the, you know, of all the newspapers across the state. Um, but, you know, they, I don't know, Kyle, you know, being the, being the the figurehead of that, the high school side of that, I imagine Kyle is, is got a pretty, should have pretty lofty status across the state. I don't know why the HSA would go after him in a public way. Is there a rule on these little clips? I mean, I just totaled up his clips he put out before they said something, and it was a total of 23 seconds. Yeah, I don't – yeah. Five, you know, I don't know if there's a rule, rule like on putting that. those out or – I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm guessing someone just stepped on it and and screwed up, and I'm, I'm guessing big picture it's not like, – I can't imagine it being that big of a deal. I mean, obviously in real time, I think Kyler's – that's a good pickup on Kyler's part. I hadn't even seen anything about it. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually at the Indiana Penn State game as that was going on, and I saw that <laughs> come across. Um, um, I'm typing something. Sorry. I like your response, Kyler. <laughs> what was your response? Well, so the thing is, like, I I saw uh, I saw Brandon Ramsey. I saw him respond to it first, so I was like, oh, and then I started reading everything else, and I was like, man, I was like. I don't know who was running that account that day, but I don't know, man. That's that's just something I wouldn't touch because Kyle's great. He does he does yeah. so much. 
I, I think I remember the Felix issue being starting out a bit heavy handed and then basically coming down to, yeah, Felix didn't really do anything wrong. But I I just don't, I don't remember. I got it. What was the timeline of the ITSA's actual response? I can't exactly. live stream the whole game this weekend at Michigan City. Is that what you're telling me? You, that is correct. You cannot do that. <laughs> if you do, don't do it under our name. <laughs> I don't want to screw up our credential for the state finals. <laughs> Burner account. Well, I, and I mean, of course, the of course the do main reason why. <laughs> do what? Burner account. Yeah, I. I I, th I think the main reason for doing it back then, and one of the reasons why I don't do it now, is I, mean, I guess there have been some games this year where I've done it, but but the the main reason for for not doing it a lot is because these games are streamed, and I tend to think that anybody that's got the time to watch videos come off my phone is probably going to be in a position where they can also turn the game on their phone. Um. Especially when they're free, especially when the streams are free. Now these upcoming games are not free. Were the regionals fr game free? Do we know yeah, them? all of them. All of them. All of them are free. Sectionals and regionals. Well, then the I yeah, it's been the last few years. Then this, they they've got no dog in this. They're, they're yeah, they're just. Uh, especially if it's free, there should be no, no pushback on that. Yeah, it's just hey or. I had to say TV because they, they really are too. They, they are not in hand to hand, this exactly the same organization. Yeah. See, I did, did I hold on? So he, yeah. Did the IHSA actually respond? This is riveting audio. I'm sure me reading. I mean, we are at least getting some input from Felix here. Probably should tell him that we're reading, <laughs> reading yeah, his geez. text messages over. <laughs> yeah, see, the IHSA never really directly responded to Felix, just the IHSA TV side of it. So, if the IHSA actually formally cared to that extent, they would have. Again, I've been told repeatedly, they are a very literal organization. Their rules are meant to be taken literally. Everything they say is meant to be taken literally. Um, and this is just from the Champions Network. This is a separate entity from the IHSA. So this really isn't an IHSA, directly an IHSA issue. He's now showing me the text, the message that he got from the Champions Network, March 4th, 2021. I'm not going to read it, but it, it definitely reinforces the two-minute um, <clears throat> issue. But it's you can tell it's written by some, I don't know. Additionally, you should study the copyright laws, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, no. And I – and they – at that point, they will have had to have – they would have had to have changed their media agreement um, – because if nothing else, when we do credentials for everything up until the state finals, we contact the schools. 
Obviously, during the regular season, it's a little looser. During the tournament, we actually have to call in and make sure that we're on a list. But for the IHSA, for the state finals, we have to write the IHSA, um, which is something we can discuss later. I know I'm going. Um, I don't know how many I can get in. Kyler, you can get in separately through yeah. your rivals. Um, Zach, you haven't. You didn't. You haven't gone the last two years. To what? The state finals. Yeah, I went last year. Remember? Oh, you did. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Sitting there with Sarah me. Sarah next to you, bro. Oh, shit. oh, that's right. Wait. Yeah, I remember? We had the little, little. You were uh... next to me during the debacle. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. During the eavesdropping. I remember hearing about the, that. During the eavesdropping. Yep. The oh, screen oh, peeking. Okay. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Look over my shoulder. Read my tweets and just assume everything that I tweet is about you or about the game, which it wasn't. Um, anyway, the, um, the, um, all right. Well, anyway, Kyle's replying. I'm not going to read his stuff. He actually is asking me, what do I mean? I'm not going to read what he says over the, I think it'll just end up being the same thing. It's the IHSA TV.org is the champions network. That is a separate entity altogether from the IHSA. I mean, they certainly have rights linked with the IHSA. Um, and they, they pay the IHSA for the, the rights to televise those games and they sell advertising on those games. So any, any, any eyeballs taken away from their broadcast presumably removes eyeballs from potential viewing of advertisement that would be the angle but then separately the ihsa um well i don't know i guess i shouldn't say that whatever has been relayed to guys like felix as dominique's pointed out it is it is a two-minute window so they just were dicks about it basically they they could have just said, hey, you know, you're violating our terms of service or our agreement. Um, your video is over two minutes. Please re-edit to be compliant. They didn't need to go into, you need to study copyright laws. They didn't need to rub his nose into it. This is the Felix part. But that's been two years ago. He's, you know, everything's copacetic now. I don't think anybody, there aren't any residual issues other than the fact that I guess it came up with, the Kyle part, right? Because now there's lots of people doing these videos. It's... Oh, yeah. Pandora's box has been opened. All right. Semi-states. We're going to talk about that now. Let's go. Everybody, all right. All right, what... Um... Anything wrong with the placement of these teams? Good audio, guys. No. no. Any, anything like no. anything wrong? Like teams from Elkhart not playing too far from home. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we. Geez, <laughs> well, we kind of talked about what three A maybe Logan Sport four A staying in Elkhart. That was kind of a discussion we had a little bit off the air. Yeah, that was me just thinking Elkhart's the biggest gym of the four. Right. At least and I think Coco it is, Kamoke. right? 
Coke Yeah, it is. Pen, is, Michigan, is Michigan City really only 5,500 now? I think it's 59. I think with the renovations, the guy from the guy from Michigan City said that with the yeah renovation, it's down to 5,900. It used to be 8,100 or 7,700 or something like that. Right. They lost a ton putting those new bleachers in. But yeah, Elkhart is definitely the biggest in the north by a pretty good margin. So that's why I figured 4A, uh, 4A would be at Elkhart. But... Yeah, I thought so too. I, I thought, and again, the ITSA benefits from ticket sales. So I would have thought they would put Penn at Elkhart. You know, Kokomo is going to bring the whole town. So yep. it doesn't matter where they play at. So Correct. They got, yeah, they have to travel no matter what. I mean, I guess they could go to Logan. I mean, I guess they could have put it Logansport, but that, you know, that's they would be the only team that would benefit from that. Fort Wayne Wayne, it's six of one, half dozen of the other for them. As long but, as they didn't have to. So do you you think they put three at Elkhart because Glenn and Northwood are like two teams that are within that region no, and four A really only has one or I th- what did Zach Zach, you put you put something in our Slack that showed the average distance of all four schools oh, yeah. to all four locations. Right. And in each class. Played out exactly. Did you do that exactly or how... did somebody else do that? No, somebody sent that to me. Yeah. Okay. And so they went exactly by that script. Did they, did it work out in the South that way? Did we see that or do we not know? I, I never saw a South South one like that. No. Okay. So anyway, just to recap, Zach put an image in our, in our, our courtside Slack channel that, showed each class the four teams in each class the distance from each location and then gave the average distance of each four of each of those four teams in each of those four locations and the ihsa basically followed that almost to script the 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 4a teams average distance to michigan city was the shortest the the 3a teams the average distance to Elkhart was the shortest so if that's how they're going to do it from now on I mean I guess that's not necessarily an an edict but you know it might shed a little light that that's their main consideration versus cherry picking you know locations based on sweet spots so to speak because I would have thought that Ben Davis Cathedral and all those dudes would have gone to Southport. But I was way wrong. Way wrong on that one. They went to Newcastle. Newcastle is <clears> considered a, you know, a south, south, south location, now. but it's north. Uh, yeah. I believe, correct? Yeah, it's south for regionals, too. Uh, no, it's north, south, no, it's north it for regionals. North for regionals. Lebanon's yeah, south for regionals. They made a comment about that on the broadcast that it was a north yeah. regional and now it's a south semi state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that didn't, that one didn't make sense to me. That was the one I thought they would. I mean, because there's no benefit for Jennings County. Yeah, maybe it's probably a little closer to go to, to go to Brown, to go to Newcastle than it is to Southport, but not by, I mean, I, I, I don't know that it would be actually. Bloomington North. Who's got the furthest drive here? Bloomington North. By far. I mean, they they would actually benefit. They they would go through Indy to get there. So they definitely, it has to be 
this one, yeah, the South can't possibly be strictly, di- you know, tied to distance because Bloomington North really loses out on the distance on the distance side of that. No, I mean it's not that big of a deal. It's freaking Saturday. Was that hour and a half or? Um, probably closer to an hour forty-five, maybe. Gotcha. Um, thank God for them. Interstate seventy's done, or at least drivable. Because the south side of Indianapolis and four sixty-five is a complete was a complete cluster while that thing was shut down. You still can't go sixty-five. You still can't go through sixty Interstate sixty-five through town. But you can you can go through seventy. Um, while that thing was shut down, every all the semi traffic was going to Southside. It was terrible. All right, we're gonna do some pickems here real quick. Talk about these semi states in the process. Let's do it. Let's do it. One A South. We've got Indianapolis Lutheran versus Lagodi. Jackson Dell versus Rock Creek. Um, I guess how we'll do this is um hold on a second, let's get my stuff here oh, organized. Well, pick each game and then the cha- then the championship. Um yeah, well here, do this. I'll just make it even simpler than that. Um just tell me who's gonna win in the champ who's gonna win it over whom. Just Okay. Oh, wait, I oh, I know what I did wrong here. Dag on it. Shoot. Let me do this real quick. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to get my sheets organized as if anybody listening carefully, you know, listen cares what we're doing right now as far as organizational. Okay. I know. All right, let's do this. Let's go. Um Dominique, who you got? Over whom? One A. You say South or North? One A South. One A South. I got Lutheran over. Oops. Jackson Dell. Um. Lutheran. JCD. Lutheran. Okay. Any thoughts on that? Uh, not really. I just, you know, Lutheran had a great win over Bloomfield. Um, and obviously Bloomfield and Lagodi played, um, Bloomfield plays obviously those, most of their schedules down, you know, the Southern Indiana Lutheran was able to handle them. So I think they'll be able to handle Lagodi and I slept on Jackson Dell last week. So I'm wide awake now. I got him over Rock Creek, Rock Creek. could be a good game though, but I got, I got Lutheran winning it. Going to state. I'm going Lagodi over Rock Creek. My guy Peyton Bledsoe, my guy. That's he's not my guy. That's no. I mean, he's not not my guy. He's just not specifically my guy. I just like Peyton Bledsoe. I think that. <laughs> I think they'll figure it out. Uh, but I do think that'll be a good that will be a good game and and Rock Creek I don't know Rock Creek is so unique because they had they have unique size you know with 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 Dipper and 
and treat. Um, they, they've got quickness in the backcourt. I was surprised that I was surprised that Jackson Dell beat Bethesda though. I mean, we if you slept on them, we all slept on them because we all picked Bethesda. None of us got that one right. Zach, who you got? Uh yeah, I was gonna go something similar to what you said. Um I like Lagodi also. I'll I'll take him over Jackson Dell though. Okay. Kyler? I'm going to go with uh, what you said, Ligoti over Rock Creek. Um, you know, also for those specific reasons, Peyton Bledsoe, he's a bucket, and they're also well-coached, so um, they're playing really well. Look at Dominique on an island. Love it. That way it's a one point for me when you guys miss it. Let's go. <laughs> Lafayette Jeff semi-state. We got the that's the North 1A semi-state Southwood versus Fountain Central. Marquette Catholic versus Couts. I'm taking. I'm taking Marquette Catholic over Fountain Central in the championship game. I think too much, too much experience for Marquette Catholic. And um, and I think they're just a lot more tested than what Fountain Central is. Zach, who are you taking? Uh, yeah, I'll go Marquette Catholic, but I'm going to say they're going to beat Southwood. Southwood. Like Balling and Kobe, Gary Lewis. Kyler? Um... Give me Lenton Stockton over Browns Town Central. Okay, we're not doing that one though. So. Oh wait, sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> sorry, that place came up. Are we doing a one A? One A North. North. Sorry, sorry, something came up. Oh, you hear that, Joey? You hear that, Joey? Kyla thinks you can win the one <laughs> A North. Congratulations. <laughs> sorry. Um. Yeah, I'm going with Cal's. Um. Over. I'll go Cal's oh, over Fountain Central. Oh. Yeah, I, I like Cal's. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride them. I'm gonna go with them. Dominique, I got Marquette. Marquette Catholic. I'm going. I got them going over over Fountain Central as well. Okay. That's basically all right. Good. All right. 2A South. I got what I wanted. I got exactly what I wanted. I wanted 2A South at Southport. That way I don't have to drive across creation. Kyler, who are you taking there? Did we already know who you're taking there? Linton over who? <laughs> Linton over Brownstown. I I, I mean, it, it, that's a tough one, I think. But, I mean, I like Linton, how they play. Um, I, I thought they'd been the 2A favorite all year, um, and I'm, I'm still going to ride with them. So it, It's going to be a great game, though. Dominique, who you got? Are we all picking Linton and Brownstown? I think, yeah, I think so. Okay, so we're, we're we're to that point. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Linton over Brownstown as well. Okay. Um, seniors for Linton. Um, experience. I'm I'm. I think Brownstown. What Venter's a junior, and some of those transfers aren't they underclassmen as well? Sophomores. Yeah. What, yeah. So I'm going with Linton. I mean. 
Linton's going to junk it up a little bit defensively. Um, but when they go man-to-man, I don't think there's ever going to be a good matchup for Benter, but, I mean, they've got a kid, Braden, Braden Walters, who can guard a lot of people. And he may not be in a position to shut down Benter, but nobody would be. But, man, he, he'd be in a position to make things tough for him. And then they have all that other stuff behind him. I'm going Linton over Brownstown. Zach? Yeah, I guess I'll roll with you guys. Linton over Brownstown. Wow, look at that. No respect. No respect for... Bulletin board material. That's right. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Two All a four North. of our faces are going to be in there. On the That's right. Locker room. 2A North, Gary 21st Century versus Blackhawk Christian. <laughs> That's going to be a good game. Why am I not going to that game? Uh, Wapahani versus Lewis Cass. Dominique, what, what, what do you got? What, tell us who's going to win this. I got Blackhawk. And I'm, I'm going to have them winning over Lewis Cass. Um, okay. I watched I watched some of Wapahani's game. They they Carol was up. Were you at that game, Jim? Or no? No, I, Section, I actually or the no, I didn't. So I ended up getting kind of. I went downtown with some friends last night. Okay. At least early, um, ended up at home. But I, I watched some of that, and Carol started off like seven zero, and then Wapahani beat him by twenty three. But I don't know. Lewis Cass, for some reason, I'm going with them, but Blackhawks winning, winning this and head to the state. Zach? Yeah, I'll go uh, Blackhawk also. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to take them over uh, uh, Wapahani. Okay, me too. Are we worried about... How how good are Blackhawks guards? Yeah, Sefton, I mean Sefton's the good, right? Yeah, Sefton and they're um, gonna be able to handle Jim Jimmy Davidson and then uh, Isaac Smith. I would say Sefton and Davidson are probably gonna be more of your ball handlers, and Isaac Smith can really knock it down from three. Yeah, that's my one concern: is what happens when. Gary amps up the pressure like they did against like they don't the, have uh, any depth either. Black yeah, that's, that's, they, that was that's they play one guy, one guy off the bench. Well, I've got Blackhawk over Wapahani, so I mean, I guess I'm going that way. I just was trying to talk it through a little bit. Kyler, yeah, Blackhawk over Wapahani. Um, I feel like that game's gonna be a barn burner, like it's just gonna be back and forth the whole time. Not sure Wapahani has a lot of size, do they? From the stream, it didn't look like they had a ton of size. Nothing, yeah, nothing extreme. Um, Certainly not like Blackhawk, but correct. Yeah, no, no two two A teams have anything have anything like Blackhawk size wise and athleticism strength. But interested to see what happens to first and. And Callan, if they get how if things get sped up, because that's exactly what happened. I mean, it's what happened at Cathedral against Ben Davis. Ben Davis amped up the pressure, and Cathedral's uh, just didn't had no no 
rhyme or reason to handle it there. And just that was ended up being a big difference. Uh, 3A South, we've got Scottsburg versus North Davies, Garen Catholic versus Beach Grove. What, what say you, Zach? Oh, man. I like Garen, I think, in that first game over Beach Grove. Oh, I don't know nothing about Scottsburg. So let's go with North Davies. And then I'm going to say Garen. Garen gets out of the South here. Tyler? <laughs> this one's extremely tough. Um, I'm going to go with North Davies over Garen Catholic. Um, and North Davies making it the 3A state. Dominique? I'm going Garen Catholic over North Davies. I am too. So the three of us picked the same. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I think the key will be. I mean, Garen Catholic can do a lot of different things with their with their lineups. Um, I, I don't know. And if they get going shooting the ball wise, they, they really get cooking and they've got different types of athletes that can create a little havoc in the paint. I mean, I'm, it's nothing that North Davies hasn't seen yet. Um, but, you know, they've, um, and this isn't, this isn't one of the better gear. I mean, this like the, these aren't the Garen Catholic teams that won a few years ago. Um, now they could be that next year because all these dudes, except for one, are juniors or or younger. No, Kamai is a senior too. I was thinking Lucas Parker is a senior. They just, I mean, they play eight, nine guys, and all those guys, except for ironically, Holba's young, Matt Holba's younger brother can really can score and, and make plays. It's a pretty deep group. I'm going to Garen Catholic over North Davies. All right, up north, we've got Delta versus John Glenn. Northwood over Bishop Dwinger. Are we all picking Northwood to win this thing? I yeah, am. I, I am. am. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah, I was just say anybody, Kyler, anybody not picking Northwood? Northwood over Delta. Give me, give me Northwood versus North Davies in the state. I want to see that. It was the rematch. Rematch. The rematch. Yes. Yeah, I got Northwood over Delta. I'll take Northwood over Glenn. Dominic's got Five, Delta. Five, seven, four takes. Five, seven, four. Hannah's last stand. <laughs> I'm going with the, the marching Detweilers. Delta. I mean, I haven't picked over any Northwood? yet all year. No, I'm going Northwood over Delta. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm going Northwood over Delta, but but I'm going Delta over John Glenn. I don't think Does I that picked Dwanger them all Northwood year. Game interesting at all, huh? Does that Dwanger Northwood game get interesting at all with the six eight dudes and the? Yeah, they got Dwanger? they got Dwanger has size, you know, size and strength there underneath, but guard plays go Northwood yeah. obviously. Yeah, okay. Brenner and and then I think, uh, yeah, and then even 
the senior uh, uh, Ross, uh, Rash Rosh. I mean, Rosh. Rosh. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, he he can get out and play on the perimeter and correct take some you know one of those bigs away from the rim if they're guarding him. Are Lehrman and Ross going to be able to guard him away from the basket? They might be actually in the zone because when I watched Dwinger play good teams like Blackhawk, when I watched them against Lawrence Central, they were in the zone, so they might be in the zone. And the record's kind of deceiving, right? Like they beat Blackhawk, they beat Concordia once, but without Hayworth. But yeah, hung, they've had a tough schedule for sure. Hung in some other games, it looks like. They might be able to hang around. I think they'll. I think they'll definitely be in the zone. Well, yeah, and, uh, when Kostov has good groups, they're always good defensively. And when he has bad groups, they're still pretty good defensively. They just don't ever score. So that's yeah, that's kind of what this team is, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean they they just they just, they players, just have a, but... I mean yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I don't. I look at the record. I don't know what they're how they've actually done in games. I mean, as far as without looking at it again, how close they've been. I mean. But yeah, we all picked Northwood here. So, all right, two A or four A South, Brownsburg versus Jennings County, Ben Davis versus Bloomington North. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Ben Davis beats Brownsburg. So that's I got Brownsburg over Jennings County. I think that will be a fun game, though. We're going to have two Anybody... champion classic re- rematches here at the state level. Who's that? We're going to have two champion. Uh, oh, Penn and, yeah, Ben Davis. Newcastle, yeah, yeah Penn, Ben Davis. Uh, Hall of Fame, yeah. Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah. sorry. Gee, those four guys to make it, the Hall of Fame's going to be tooting their own horn. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, they should. There was a long stretch where if you won the Hall of Fame, you didn't win the state. And I want to say, yeah, I want to oh, say, yeah, yeah Hall of Fame curse. Curse, huh? I want to <laughs> say Ben Davis broke it. I'd have to go back and look. Oh. It's definitely been broken. Or maybe it hadn't, maybe it was one of those things where it hadn't happened since Lawrence North. So maybe it wasn't ever. But maybe it it went back to Lawrence North. I don't know. Zach, who are you taking in the South, 4A South semi-state? Y'all go Ben Davis over Brownsburg. Okay. I kind of want to watch Jennings County, but I also kind of want to. I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm just going to be at freaking Southport all day. I don't know. Part of me thinks I could end up at Newcastle watching Brownsburg versus Jennings County. Kyler, who you got? I got Ben Davis, but I'm going to go with them over Jennings County. Okay. Dominique. Yeah, Ben Davis over Brownsburg. How does Jennings okay. County compare compare to New Pal? Just more shooters for Jennings County, a little bit more skill, maybe, or oh, way more shooters. Yeah, because they way torched up. New Pal. Yeah, way more shooters. Are they are they smaller than New Pal too? No, no, no. New Pal, no. Other than, I mean, slightly is six four and strong, and but not super athletic. You know he's a you know he's a deceptively effective player, just because he's smart and doesn't mind throwing his body around. Um, 
other than Ian Stevens, other than those two, it's really a bunch of guys that are, you know, six two or shorter. Weight room. Weight room strong though. They look like look like they're well, strong yeah. physically. Southern those Indiana corn, strength. Those those corn fed football guys. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the back cuts in Brownsburg, man. Jeez. Back cuts you to death sometimes. No love for JQ in this one? Huh? No love for JQ in this one, Kyler? What's up? <laughs> no. I don't, no. Sorry, JQ. Uh, like, I can't <laughs> Can't do it. I've been downplaying their guards all year. And I, you know, it's, I, I just don't see it. I just see it being a struggle. I can – I mean, Ben Davis – or Browns – or, yeah, shoot. Bloomington North is going to have to really, really – control tempo this game i mean they got to play perth- perfect right I mean, well yeah they uh, do yeah but this game better be i mean i don't it's, they just they get they get in the game where they i mean live ball turnovers that's the, that's just such a killer for them and and, and any miss is going to go to is is going to go to dowdy just rebounds everything. Who's gonna be matched up with uh, JQ? Huh? Who's gonna be matched up with JQ in this game? Arnold. Arnold. Watch um Zachary in the passing lanes, man. He is. Them arms get out there, and he's out of there. But here's but Off here's the, the thing. And look, we we saw it with, you know, I don't know how much you paid attention to Brownsburg and and. And we can maybe we could talk about their. I mean, I can touch on this a little bit more when we go through the games, but the regional games. But Cannon catching still isn't that guy that isolates and just goes. I mean, they went. New Powell went no help on him, and he literally would just stand and do very little. I saw that. Yep. Now. I, I will say this. They took advantage of the space created by uh, Bryant Nunnally not paying attention to the ball. I mean, they went dead no help on him, and that's no help, no vision on the ball. And they drove past Nunley's butt several times. And that's not Nunley's fault at all. I mean, in, in, that, no, in that situation, you're given no help. That's not just tight on catchings. That's no help. And catchings did stand around a lot. And then when he did get the ball, he could not necessarily get past Nunley. Now, Nunley's shorter, probably laterally a little quicker at this point, um, and strong, and, and maybe stronger, you know, at least from a, from a um, functional strength perspective. I don't know what either one of them would bench or how that even – what, how that would even apply, but from a functional strength perspective, I mean Nunley is a pretty thick kid, Bryant especially. Uh, so, you know, it wasn't like catching; he's got the ball in isolation and just burn people. I mean, he struggled to find baskets. You know, he he hit a couple of stationary threes. He got a couple of baskets in transition, and it, it's not like he played a bad game. Um, I'd I'd like to see them do a little bit more with him in that situation. I think if you you tell somebody that he's not going to make a whole lot of big plays if we guard him a certain way, I think they most teams would take it. Um, 
Now, catchings is equally effective in in space like no other. And that's what he was able to get against Kokomo. And then against Carmel, other than a second quarter stretch there, he was not able to get in space. And he was he was largely stymied for the other three quarters of that game. But there was a time there in the second quarter where he was cooking pretty well against Carmel. Um, I guess my point is, is, you know, I don't know how Jennings County is going to handle it. Um, but, you know, that's, I don't know where we were going. Oh, the question with, um, I think I was taking it with JQ. I don't think JQ is, a, is an ISO guy either at a, at a high level. Like I think Zane, I think Dowdy can guard him on the perimeter. Now if they run they run JQ through a ton of screens. I I can see Zane having issues getting through the screens, but once he's squared up to the ball, I think he I think he's more than capable of guarding JQ at this point. I don't think JQ shoots it well enough that you got to close that you would close out tight on him to the point where he's able to drive. And Sean Arnold, I think, will be able to guard him pretty effectively. I mean, JQ is going to have to get his touches in different ways. He's not just going to be able to stand on the perimeter. Not stand. He's not just going to be able to function on the perimeter in this game. He's going to have to get a lot of mid mid range catches. He's going to have to get a couple low post catches. If he's going to be effective, he's not just going to be able to play it from the perimeter. I just don't. I don't think he's that guy yet. Um, I'm not sure Catchings is totally that guy yet either. But obviously, he's trending in that direction. And 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 a year younger. You, Zach or Dominic, you watch. Did you disagree with that, or did you pay any attention to that? No, it's I, something. It's something yeah, I've, I've said a few, t- a couple times this year. I noticed that with catching, like, um, like I said, they were going no help, and he was just kind of standing there, wasn't really moving off the ball. Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, it did seem like when he caught it, he was either going up with it from three. Uh, he'll he'll pull up like if you're right on in his grill, right? He just kind of pulls up. Um. But no, I did. I definitely did uh, notice that uh, what you were talking about there with catchings. All right, four A. How how you doing on time, Kyler? Five minutes. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, we're getting pretty good here. Four A North. Dominique, who you got? Fort Wayne Wayne versus right. Kokomo Penn versus Hammond Central. Sorry, not that you didn't know. Yeah. I got Penn over Kokomo in the uh, in the championship. It's it's going to be really. I mean, Penn's going to have a a time. Eh? They're going to spend a lot of energy with Hammond Central. They're going to be up and down pressing the whole, whole game. They got the the later game. Uh, then they got you know potentially would have Kokomo at night, which is you know Flory is just really hard to deal with in the paint. But at the end of the day. I think Marcus Burton will be the best player on the floor, best high school player at this current moment on the floor. And uh, I think Penn's going to get the win. Zach? Yep. Did a, uh, Hammond Central really showed the other night against Mishawaka that they can really take themselves out of games, I think. Uh, that hurt them a lot that second half. They didn't even score in the third quarter against Mishawaka. Um they were lucky. They were lucky it was Mishawaka. I'll tell you that. Um, but 
yeah, I'm going with Penn over Kokomo. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what Wayne can do against Kokomo and see how see how they handle that, how they handle Flory. Um, yeah, but like like Dominique said, Marcus is Marcus is the dude, and he's going to take over in these games and take Penn to State. Take Penn to State. What 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 can what can Wayne do to Kokomo? You think what are they going to have to better, do? Better guard play than Kokomo, Javon Lewis, and Chase Barnes. Yep. It's just, yep. you know, um, can they, you know, Shane Spears has been really good for Kokomo. and Shooting it really well, yeah. Yeah, really, really well. And obviously, Flory. Now, Flory's been in some foul trouble against Northside. He was in foul trouble. But Northside couldn't capitalize when he was on the bench. Um, so, Wayne, to me, Wayne has is, is got more weapons than Northside or more weapons that can um, – I think more guys who can really go get their shot from whether that's from three or at the rim or mid range, kind of more three level scores. Um, so I think they, I mean, they could make it definitely a game. I think Wayne could definitely, you know, challenge Kokomo, but I, just, I think Kokomo will win. Tyler, what's your prediction? 10 over Kokomo. Go you got 10 over Kokomo? Yeah. I mean, give me that Hall of Fame rematch. I'm going Kokomo over Penn. Okay. Being the contrarian here. <laughs> Not a bad pick, I'll tell you. I, I think Not that uh, I like that – I like what Kokomo – I like Spear. I like the matchup problems he creates. It's like you guys mentioned maybe Coke, maybe Fort Wayne Wayne's got a little bit better, better, maybe more talented guards or, but mm-hmm. I don't know how any of them guard Spear when he's on the, when he's on the move. I nope. saw, nope. I saw Westfield last year with Braden Smith and those dudes bounce off of him when he got downhill. Big dude. He's a big dude and he's, he's handling nice the touch. Body. He, very nice touch from all over. He's got a floater. Yep. He can finish either hand around the basket. And he definitely can shoot the ball, as we've all mentioned. Um, he's a guy that comes into basketball season completely out of basketball shape. Uh, football player um, who may or may not take conditioning seriously during football season. Um, it just, mm. It's just – Hard to think that he does, but at the same time, he gets going. And last year he was he was huge. And and I think the difference was in the Chesterton game was outside of Travis Grayson. Well, um I just think that Chesterton had a lot of six five, six six dudes who weren't going to be as easy to finish around as what other teams, as the other teams that Kokomo faced along the way. And I'm not saying that's the complete difference of the game, but that's, that's where Spear makes a difference is he is a tough matchup with his size and his skill. And, you know, and they've got beer, they've got Bellamy, they've got Bellamy. Is the other, is the younger Bellamy's, do we know if he's hurt? Did he play? He's out. He's out. out. Yeah. No, he's out. So he is done. He's out. Okay. He's done. 
they lost another player too to transfer like a few like a month ago or something. He was in their rotation at some point. I mean, I don't think he was a starter, but they did lose another player as well about a month ago. Well, it probably wasn't anybody too hugely important. Well, I mean, why else would you, why would you transfer now? You're not transferred out of state somewhere. He was was part of their, he was okay. the part of their nine nine men rotation. So he didn't transfer out. He just he had to leave. He had to move. I don't know if he had to, but yeah, he did. I think I'd have figured out a way. If if he really wanted to stay, I think there'd been a way to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take all hands on deck for Penn to to get past Kokomo, Joe yeah. Smith, Jim Joey Garwood. They're going to have to have games. See, all those dudes dirt are... is going to have to do something. All those dudes are small. Yeah, they are. It, they were all right against Chesterton's height. Yeah, but, but, but none of them, none of them, yeah, but none of them have one of them. None of them have the skill that Spear does, and none of them. I mean, those dudes aren't out. I, I was gonna say I would, I would say Penn would probably have a harder time matching up with Spear than Wayne, potentially. Yeah, I could see that. Because I would assume, uh. Hardeman is what six five six six. He's probably going to draw the other big Atete or Durda. Yeah, and well, obviously Flory's got the other one. I mean, at some yep. point, Bonner's going to have to come in probably and guard. Yeah, I would say too. Bonner would probably be the one. I liked him. On, I liked him in the hall on uh, Spear. See, if I'm Penn, I put dirt on Badunga, and then I have Gadate Rome. I mean, Hardeman's not a kid. Not a kid you can just leave. Yeah. Because he does shoot it well enough that if he's open, he's going to hit the shot. But if Bonner's in Garden Spear, uh, that means Smith or Garwood's out. So it's going to have to – it's going to be a interesting rotation. Yeah, Bonner could guard Spear. That, that is the body type and the, the physicality that's that's needed. Yep, yep. And it's – but it's not like Spear – so Spear's not going to be a guy that just breaks his man down and goes. He's going to be the guy that – Obviously, as you double Badunga and you're, you're throwing all those resources at him, the ball gets kicked out or it's a, or there's a shot and there's a long rebound and the ball finds its way to Spear and then Spear's just driving. I mean, that's that's the way it down. was. That's the way it was last year in the regional. What, Zach, I'm sorry? Or or knocking it down from outside still too. Or Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, good call. So... All right, so I got Coke over Penn. We got all of our pickums. Kyle, are you heading out? Yeah, I got to hop off, guys. I don't even have my video up. Hell, you may have even been gone. <laughs> my video's <laughs> off to the side there. I'm sitting. I've got a full screen of of spreadsheets and the IHSA website where the drawings are. All right, man, Kyler, good get- good talking. We'll um, yep. You and know, I'll be chatting later this week. And then the other yep. Zach Talk and Dominic later. and I will talk about regionals. See you, bud. Later. See ya. Uh, All right, let's take a real quick break, and then we'll we'll come right back to talk about the regional games this past week.